What's up, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Apogee Podcast. My name is David Carter. And I'm Justin Bell. And uh, it's another, actually, today is a sunny Sunday, and it's been great. I've uh, already had a workout in the garage. Justin, what have you been up to today? I've been hitting uh, arms super hard, so Good. trying to get ready for summer. So David's going to go to the tanning bed, and I'm just trying to get big arms. So <laughs> There's nothing Yeah, there. so we hit the heads today hard. Love it. Super hard. Um, yeah, I guess for myself, I, uh, I'm still recovering from some pretty intense knee surgery, so I'm just working on that, that leg, working on that knee flexion, and then obviously working on my chest and bias, because I do that all day, every day. <laughs> um, well, let's get into it a little bit. Again, uh, today's sponsor for this episode is CrossFit Greer. Justin, can you tell us a little bit more about CrossFit Greer? Yeah, so uh, we're pretty excited that, that CrossFit Greer is working with us on this. If you're looking to get into CrossFit, uh, looking to get uh, fitter, healthier, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, CrossFit Greer would love to have you. Uh, when you drop in, just mention the Apogee Podcast, and uh, they'll give you 10% off your first month, right? Excellent, yep. And it just so happens that today for this episode, we are recording in the CrossFit Greer. And that kind of brings us to our guest today. If you have been involved with CrossFit in the upstate for the last decade, you likely have come across Jennifer Green. Not only is she a CrossFit OG, she's a successful professional and small business owner. Uh, she's a perpetual ray of sunshine in my life and especially Justin's life. You'll find Jen smiling, encouraging everyone around her. She's the co-owner of CrossFit Greer and we're excited to have Jen on today. Yeah, so I'm super stoked. So we were texting back and forth earlier this week about about the podcast and about some of the questions, and I'm going to go ahead and say Jen's going to cry twice, <laughs> and I'm probably going to cry with her. So <clears throat> yeah, so welcome, Jen. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So is, uh, is today your first podcast interview ever? It is. Very first. Well, we feel very special. Though. We feel honored. You so are. are you a... Uh, are you a are you a podcast listener? Yes. I know you're a reader, yep. but you're a podcast. So, what are some of the podcasts you like to listen to? Oh, jeez, me on the spot. Um, I like Comp Train's podcast. Um, really, I jump from podcast to podcast if someone sends something to me. Well, are you a fan yeah. of the Apogee podcast? Well, yeah, of <laughs> okay, course. Great. Should have been the first <laughs> answer. Hit subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we edit that? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Always Apogee podcast. Oh, right? uh, shout out to Harrison. That's me. He's our Jamie. <laughs> Producer our Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, Harrison. Actually, we should give him a formal shout-out. He's been with us from the beginning. He's the guy behind uh, the computer and the soundboard and our all-around engineer and Google guy. So right. if we have any issues that we need to look up, we say, Harrison, look it up. Yeah, he's, he's, he's literally been on every podcast we've done, which is a grand total of two. So. But he's, he's been here for worker. sure. That's so, right. I'm an OG in a way, too. Silent hero. <laughs> so not all heroes wear capes. He That's true. wears headphones. Yeah, some, some wear headphones, some wear a hat sometimes. There you so. go. Heck yeah. All right, so Jen, um, tell us about life before CrossFit. Um, so I um, ran track in high school, um, did 4x400, long jump and triple jump. And after I graduated, I just ran. Um slow and far distances and that's about it so are you originally from the upstate or where did you grow up i am so i grew up in lyman 
so um, was in Lyman, went to school at Burns for two years, and then I moved um, and went to Greer, graduated from Greer. Fantastic. Yellow Jackets. Yeah. That's kind of she a big rival right there. Yeah. Man. So Go from the Rebels to the Yellow Jackets. A big, a big change in culture, too. So. For sure. Yeah. For sure. No, that's um yeah, so you're so you're Carolina girl through and through, although you can't tell she doesn't carry the southern accent because she would she would have said Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife. So did you run track at both schools or No, actually I did um track at Burns and then when I moved to Greer, um I was cheerleader actually and just ran. So what? no I'm, I'm actually not surprised. So no um no track or anything. So it really was different. Fantastic. Jenna's quite jovial, so <laughs> she is a, like you said, a perpetual ray of sunshine. So that makes sense. <laughs> so what did you run in, uh, or what did you what did you do in track? Um, I did the four by four hundred relay, okay. um, long jump and triple jump. The so. uh, four hundred is the probably I ran track too, and that was probably the farthest thing from my mind. I think my coach put me in one time for the four by four and that was just because I think three people were injured and um, I think I was the last resort. <laughs> <laughs> Anything beyond 200 meters was donezo for me. Yeah, so not much has changed. I only ran when I had to in high school and it was typically when <clears throat> I made an error or we lost the game, so. <laughs> or when someone was chasing me. Yeah. I'm not a fan of running as much anymore since I can have a barbell and all that now. That's right. I'd rather yeah. do that. Well, tell us, going into that, the barbell and all that, how did you find CrossFit? Um, how many years have you been doing CrossFit? Just kind of give us this backstory on all things CrossFit related to you. Yeah. So I um, had joined um, a local gym here just to kind of change up my running. And um, one of the personal trainers there had said, hey, we have a new class that's starting. Um, it's CrossFit. And this was in 2008. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. What is that? And he was like, oh, well, just come. So the very first day that um, CrossFit Greer had a class, I was there. And it was 400-meter run, box jumps, and um, burpees. And we were outside um, doing the workout in the parking lot um, in Wade Hampton, or on Wade Hampton. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but this is awesome. And then um, a week later, I had emergency gallbladder surgery. And I was out, but I was like, I'm coming back as soon as I'm back and healthy. And so six weeks later, I was back, and then the rest is history. So I've been with Greer ever since then. Wow. Yeah. So you started with Greer, started with box jumps, started with 400-meter sprints. And burpees. <laughs> and burpees. And that's how you fell in love and with I CrossFit. Came back. It <laughs> like definitely had story. to have been the environment and not the workout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why sure. is everybody's first workout so bad? It's brutal. <laughs> and why didn't we keep coming back, right? Yeah, seriously. So who was your first coach? Um, Carl and Kristen were my first coaches. So they were um, the owners at that time and then pretty much the only coaches um, for Greer at that time. So. So where did they start CrossFit Greer? Um, they just kind of did it in their garage for a little bit, and then when they officially made it a business, the, it was in the small room at um, Anytime Fitness here, and that was the first location. And we pretty much got kicked out of that place and got kicked out of the next place, outgrew the third, outgrew the fourth, and now we're in the fifth. So. And 
Yeah. Quickly feeling like we might be outgrowing it, right? Right, definitely. <laughs> Certain classes for sure. So back in 2008, uh, CrossFit was obviously very new. Were you guys still following a lot of the dot-com programming or? Yep. So we did follow dot-com completely um, every day. And then we're there three days on, one day off. We would, to make up for like we would take back from like Sunday. So where we wouldn't have classes on Sunday, we would fill that in on their third day of rest. So we would follow it pretty much with that. So and we know, would log we would log our results on there too. So like back in the day, you can add comments and right. you, you had a username and all that, and you could go back and like just like we would our feed today, yeah. it mm-hmm. would be your feed, and so you're like everybody had their names and stuff. It was a community within a, within a community. Definitely yeah. different from the way it is today. Yep. So yeah, I always get very nostalgic talking about that, just because um, I remember seeing that leaderboard. I I remember me personally, and me and Justin will dive into our own backgrounds in CrossFit and fitness and all that, but just for me personally, I remember I started getting interested in around probably 2008, 2009, and just being on .com and seeing, uh, you know, Chris Spieler posting his times and just being like, these guys are nuts, yeah. but loved yes. it. Yeah. So, do you know how Carl and them found .com and CrossFit and how they started? Let's see, it was Kristen, wasn't it? Yeah, first. I think it was Kristen. Um, I believe she, and I could probably have this all wrong, but she's always done fitness classes and um, things like that, and I think somehow she stumbled upon it, and someone talked her into Carlin to go on to get their level one, and just from there, the rest is history. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's funny because Kristen <clears throat> was like my CrossFit mom. Yeah. When I first started, every time I'd rip my hands, she'd tape them up. She'd tape to me some grips i guess back in the day before we had all the fancy stuff we used to use tape and you'd stick tape together and every time i'd rip she'd like damn it justin <laughs> cut your calluses and yeah it's funny because jen's like my crossfit mom slash sister so uh-huh she keeps me in check so as we all know when it comes to crossfit a lot of it you know that kind of draws people in is the community uh the type of people that crossfit draws in um it, I feel like that's, you know, probably how CrossFit really grew the most. Mm -hmm. Just in individual gyms, building a community inside of a community like Greer, you know, CrossFit Greer, building a community inside of Greer. Um, How is this, how has this meant personally to you? How has this impacted your life, you know, the last 12 years as you've been involved in, you know, this community of CrossFit and specifically in Greer? Yeah, so um, I think for me, um, the community is huge. So the people that um, I started CrossFit with, um, we still have a lot of the same members um, that go here, and those are my best friends. So my neighbors, right? Um, but yeah, so we, we, that's our, that's who we hang out with. That's who we go to dinner with. That's who we go to church with. That's who we can pray with. Like we legit can just reach out anytime for a prayer request or meals or you know anything and and so it's it's basically like doing life and we just have this one common thing of crossfit um and it's definitely i think grown and then grown to like where we know and can some more other businesses in greer because of those members attend here and stuff so that's funny because i've actually heard people uh reference outreach church which is the church that we go to as the crossfit church yeah. <laughs> do y'all go to the crossfit church <laughs> yes yeah duh. duh well i love that i feel like uh, that's what this podcast is trying to sort of embody is how fitness can bring uh success in all facets of life whether that be 
you know, your personal life, your relationships, um, your professional life. Uh, fitness is something of a core that kind of progresses people in all facets. So I think that's great. Um, where are you now in reference to where you first started uh, physically and also um, mentally? Oh, goodness. Um, so over 12 years, a lot can change for sure. Um, I definitely um, grew in CrossFit. I got stronger, got faster, was super competitive. Um, my outside of CrossFit world, my professional world changed. Um, I traveled a lot for work. Um, didn't get workouts in, was maybe in the gym once or twice a week. And then um, if I was only ever in the gym, I was really just like coaching. Um, and so for me, it's I'm not really starting over because I know my movements, but lately I'm just kind of starting over with my strength and um, working on skill work and stuff and just kind of taking it back to the basics, which I think a lot of people need to reevaluate and do, you know, just so you can get better. Yeah, so I, I, I definitely want to dig into today's journey. But, uh, you know, what did your first few years of CrossFit look like? I mean, it, were you were you out there grinding, like competing? You know, I know when I first started, our, our gym was pretty big into competing. But, you know, I didn't start until 2013, December 2013, I think it was. I think that's right, yeah. So... Like, I remember I walked in, and it was just like, holy crap, what's wrong with these people? They're all <laughs> stupid fit, and, like, they're, like, foaming at the mouths, and, oh my like, gosh, the OG yeah. days. But So, yeah, yeah, so, like, I know about um, some of the stuff that you used to do and we used to do, but I don't know that David does or definitely our podcast listeners. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the early days, kind of the grassroots of CrossFit for, for Jennifer Green. Yeah, so um, – Obviously, anybody starting back in those days kind of, you know, followed .com, but we were always chasing what was um, written in the comments, you know, like we wanted that faster time, we wanted that. And so it was always like, go, 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 go. Um, and definitely kind of bringing back to, you know, the spirit of me, so I'm a cheerleader. I'm, I was always encouraging people to sign up. And so I'm like, there's a competition, let's sign up, let's do this, let's do that. Um, and so we actually had a big group go to um, Reactions Greenville Games. So we were the first um, the first people that competed at their very first Greenville Games, which was awesome. I still remember the workouts. Um, but I um, was trying to find every competition that I could do. It was kind of back then where it was like borderline RX, was what we would be scaled today mm -hmm. um and so like we were going to atlanta for the garage games and we're watching rich Froning eat arby's sandwiches wasn't it arby's right. or hardy's or something like arby's that? or something yeah <laughs> so like we were trying to compete at everything that we could team wise individual wise um it was it was a lot of fun and then then competition started coming in and it was like eh, not so fun you know losing <laughs> 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 so what really what really drove you and, and and really motivated you at that point in your life um you know I think it was just something new it was fun hanging out with people that had the same interest um you know I, I was young so 12 years ago was right you're still young <laughs> right <laughs> so I was a lot younger um didn't have as much like aches and pains and things to worry about from there so yeah it was 
it was kind of when you could do all that and not really worry about your nutrition because everything was just going so fast. I heard that. Right. <laughs> so <Heard> that. <laughs> it was just say I'm going to eat and then I'm going to burn it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so were you one of those people that, you know, you found CrossFit and you were like, all right, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm going five days a week all in. Or yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because the time hop on, um, on Facebook, like, you know, how we joke and we're like, people are going to post every single thing that they eat. Well, I was one of those people, I'm going to CrossFit, going to do Karen, I'm so excited, Wobbles, I'm going to run today, you know, and just every single day was the workout that I was going to do when I got there, and it was just, it was, it was good though, it was That's fun. awesome. And I think it was like six days a week, actually, Sunday was my only rest day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so, you know, one of my favorite things to do is to take a look back, I think everyone, everyone loves to reminisce, right, back mm-hmm. in the day when... You were bigger, stronger, faster, better, and but um, I took a, I took some time to look back through my Instagram this week and found some of the pictures from when I first started CrossFit. And it's funny because before I started CrossFit, I would post pictures of food, or I'd post pictures of my car, or post pictures of you know some you know landscaping that I did at the house. And then it's it's funny because it's like you immediately knew when I started CrossFit because everything after that was pretty much CrossFit related and. Um, I looked back and it's funny because I probably had posted, I, I jumped on Instagram when it first came around. I still think it's the, the greatest platform out Absolutely. there to do anything with. Yeah. But, um, I looked back and I, I'm sitting there flipping through pictures and a flashback to, um, early 2014. And when I, Jen and I became friends, it was probably January, Jenna Reagan and I became friends. They kind of took me under their wing and I just remember... I woke up one morning and I had like 58 notifications, maybe more, of Jennifer Green liked your photo. Jennifer Green liked your, and, and she went through like every single one of my photos. And I just remember thinking to myself, man, like these are the kind of people that I want to be around. Right. Like these are like I, I posted a picture of like some smoked chicken, and she liked it and was like, JJ, that looks so yummy or something. It's like, man. These are the kind of people that I want to be around. So that just really tells you um, <clears throat> who Jennifer Green was and I believe still is today. But one of the reasons why CrossFit Greer has been so successful is because of things like that. So and we get borderline weird stalkerish. Like, <laughs> I can attest and I, to I that. fell into that. You Absolutely. know, I can attest to that. I'm when, liking people's like smoked chicken pictures now. <laughs> yeah, when my wife and I we first joined in, I believe it was August of 2017, 2017 or 2018. This gym. has it been that long? I've been doing I've been doing CrossFit for quite a while before that. Um, but I met Jen and Reagan right away. Reagan is Jen's husband. And I'm sure we'll dive into Reagan later. He's a whole other topic. Take he hours needs his to own podcast. About, yeah, he'll take his own <laughs> podcast. But me, instantly after I met Jen, I was on Instagram later that evening, and I, I got a new follower. And I was like, oh, it's Jen Green. Oh, that's pretty cool. The owner of the CrossFit gym I just walked in started following me. And then, you know, I might have posted something the next day, and Jen Green liked it. I was like, oh, wow, that's super cool. Like, she's already kind of invested in my Instagram life. Mm-hmm. 
And then, now from now on, every time I get a notification from Jen Green, if she likes something of mine, I know for a fact that it was a legitimate post. <laughs> you know? Heck yeah. I'm not a stalker, you guys. <laughs> no, it just means that I like it when you like my stuff. You know, you get certain highs when certain yeah. people like your stuff. Aww. You know, like when Justin likes my stuff. Way to I'm save like, yourself, right? My boy loves me, right? I like all your right. stuff. When Jen likes my stuff, I'm like, all right, Jen thinks it's cool, it's cool. So... Uh, um, real quick, before we get past the competition stuff, because it seems like competition was kind of at the beginning of your CrossFit career, what was your favorite me- memory as a competitor? Oh, my favorite memory as a competitor. Um, I mean, honestly, like the people at all the competitions, um, definitely the crowds, the people cheering for you um, is my favorite um, from that. But I think um, I'd kind of gotten to a point where I was like – done competing almost um I was traveling a lot for work but I signed up for a competition and me and one of our coaches Amanda um were competing at um Upstate Rebellion and it was hot as anything that day and we both horrible and we both like had to jump on the pull-up bar and I feel like our hands were burning off and we at the same time we looked at each other and were like DNF DNF yeah (laughs) seriously (laughs) like one of them yeah you know and then Carl was like (laughs) Carl was over here yelling at Justin to get off the pull-up bar and let Trey oh get my, on there. That's my go. favorite Carl moment. Yeah, right there. That and then he, I got in trouble for throwing jump ropes because I broke like five jump ropes uh, when I first started. Oh. I can't see that. Yeah. Not at all. You? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so um, not a lot of people probably know this, but Jen is quite the CrossFit humanitarian. So tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about some of the competitions that you have organized and uh, managed and run. Yeah, so um, back in the day, I did um, Wad for a Cure, and um, it was CrossFit um, competitions to raise money for the American Cancer Society. And um, the, literally the first, like, four years that we did it, um, we just kind of had people like register and show up to go. It was definitely um, very organized, but not crazy organized like they are today. Um, and it was just fun ways to raise money. So um, we did that, I think, five or six years. And then we took a year or two off. And we have done Breaking Boundaries um, competition since then. And um, also a Breaking Boundaries Kids Edition was our latest one that we did. Um, a month or two ago. So. Yeah, my son initiated the uh, flex off. <laughs> you guys haven't seen those pictures. Yes. <laughs> so you frequently have new people walking in your doors. Um, what advice do you give to the new people that come in when they first, you know, want to kind of learn about CrossFit? I know a lot of people, I, I'm pretty sure everybody, the first time they walk in a CrossFit gym, they feel very intimidated. Um, they feel kind of uneasy. They're not sure if they are capable of doing this kind of workout. Uh, how, how do you relate to these people being the head coach and also the owner of a CrossFit gym? Yeah, so um, I just kind of have conversations with them um, to get on their level, to see like where they, where they are, what they're intimidated by, um, and just kind of let them know like everything's scalable. And I'll kind of even point out someone in the class doing something scaled um but also um just kind of keep encouraging them you know find out i can read people very well so um i think find out like what what they're intimidated by um what they're anxious about and just let them know that like hey i'm here for you whatever it is so Mm -hmm. yeah that's great now 
I'm sure there's certain you know folks that walk in here and you're like man I really don't think they're gonna last and do you frequently feel like you get surprised and that how long people you know stay or you know they're still here yeah definitely um so a lot of people um aren't able to um to i guess handle like the pressure the pain the intensity and stuff and so sometimes you can really kind of see it but they have that fire in them and they want to kind of push through when they're like i realize that hey on the other end of this i'm going to get better right. um and so that's actually what i have to tell myself every day so i'm like this may suck this may hurt but just kind of keep showing up for yourself. Yeah, I think uh, for me personally, I've kind of been outside of CrossFit Greer, I would say really since July of 2019 because you know our practice moved from Greer to Greenville, so I, I just wasn't getting here as frequently, and then I had the knee surgery. Um, so I hadn't really seen too many people from CrossFit Greer you know, in, in those months, and then you know we had that competition over at CrossFit Clemson, and there was a bunch of people working out um doing that competition and i was just kind of floored by how much progress some of these people had made even in the last six months to a year um you know it's just complete turnarounds um not not just physically but also in just their personalities they're just so much more outgoing when so I much more tan so and much jacked. more tan <laughs> so much more pleasant to look at it's in the water <laughs> the, the winter tan. no but for real i just think that uh it, it's amazing to see the turnaround in some of these people that really stick with it um, and just the changes they see in their in their bodies and their lives, and I think that's a testament not only to the CrossFit program but also, you know, to CrossFit Greer because I think they really everybody that walks in that door feels welcome right away, a hundred percent. Yay! Oh, absolutely. So this is probably my my most favorite part of the podcast we're getting ready to enter into is <clears throat> really digging into who who Jen is, why she is who she is talk a little bit about the journey that she's on now but you know um when we were sitting down thinking of questions it was like man i just really want to get to the heart of who jen is so um who is who is jennifer green uh quote unquote the wife um uh, (laughs) (laughs) she's had these questions for two days hey now (laughs) (laughs) um so Reagan and I have been married, will be married for 19 years in December, and we met when um, cruising was cool to do uh, near Westgate Mall, so Reagan um, stopped me and my friend, we're driving through a parking lot to turn around, he stopped us, pulled us over, and just asked um, if he could ride with us, and then just got in, didn't even give me a chance to to answer that is so reagan like right. so um where was it? you guys were just driving right. we're going we're just cruising, yeah right? expand on this story please did he see you uh, yeah i gotta hear more we're just this. soliciting in the walmart parking lot <laughs> very, sounds like a greenwood south story, carolina story yeah. very confusing to me right now have you guys never cruised before so well like, we were talking about how young you were but i think uh right? <laughs> might outdate us a little bit yeah. a little in bit. this uh, cruising yeah. category so cruising is where you just have point A and point B, and you cruise around in a circle from point A to point B, right? Yeah. So point B was like the post office that's in Spartanburg near the mall, which I don't know if it's still there, but there was like it was right before the railroad tracks, so um, near Toys R Us and all that stuff, I guess. But you turn around there, and people hung out in the parking lots there, just to like conjugate. Just and soliciting. Then, that's all. Right. <laughs> And then, <laughs> solicit business, you're silly. And then you go and you go to, like, up 
where um, Red Lobster is. And you turn oh, around. Pleasantburg. No, in Spartanburg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there yeah. is a Red Lobster in Spartanburg. And then you turn around and you go back and you just cruise and you stop and talk to the people in the parking lot. This so, wasn't this was when gas know. was ninety nine cents a gallon, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cruise all day long. Yeah. So Reagan and his friends were hanging out in the parking lot and saw us drive through and I guess the view from my neck up was nice and so he <laughs> stopped me. <laughs> he said, Hey, girl. hey girl. <laughs> Um but no, so then um like literally five minutes later Reagan was like, Hey, do you have a boyfriend? Do you want one? And like still in the back seat of my car, never like saw what I looked that looked like from anything below my neck, right? Um and so Eventually, my friend gave him my phone number, and we actually never talked. So we, it was a week later. We were in the mall shopping in Westgate Mall and happened to run, run into each other. And so from there, that was it. So There was yeah. no Facebook back then yeah. with your status saying, I'm going to be at Westgate Mall. No, nope. there was no, no it Facebook. Was fate. <laughs> it was fate. Back when fate was could fate. be fate. That's right? fate. I love fate. Yeah. So, yeah. so you guys meet. Reagan is super awkward, super forward, which hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> and uh, so, what what's next? What happens next? So, because the, the question is, who's Jen as a wife? And we're gonna get there. Get us there. Yeah. Um. So, um, we start dating, going out to dinner and stuff like that, obviously. And then, um, after I don't know, a little over a year, we get engaged, and then we get married. Um, almost a year later from that and um, I really don't know the answer to the question of where you want me to go with this but um, so say so here we are today <laughs> awesome. no I mean it's again it's just just really um, trying to get into your journey so and, and, and you and Reagan are such a, a power couple I guess you'd say kind of in, in our community so you know, a lot of people look up to y'all, so. Yeah. Um, Who started CrossFit first, you or Reagan? Me. And how long did it take for Reagan to get in here? Seven or eight months. Really? Yeah. What was his holdup? Um, he had a golf um, club membership or whatever at Greer, um, and I, I don't know if it was intimidation or not, but, you know, I think what actually got him to come in was the community. Mm-hmm. So we would have CrossFit parties, and he would go, and everybody would be like, hey, when are you coming? When he's like, no, I'm good. And Carl was like, you do one workout, and I, I guarantee you, you'll, like, cancel that membership the next day. <laughs> and so, Reagan's first workout was actually um, a hero workout that we did, um, that CrossFit 864 actually hosted. They have a hero workout every year, and so we did it at, um, at Greer, and um, that was his first workout, and he was in the parking lot puking. So. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, everybody's first workout. Right. <laughs> yep, super intense. So she didn't mention that they used to be bikers. Bikers. Not cyclists. Oh, yeah. Which they did used to be cyclists, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we did have, um, we had motorcycles. So we had crotch rockets. And um, when we were dating, that's what we had. We actually had them after we got married, too. But Reagan bought one, and I bought one um, when we were dating. So I'm doing um, the math right now. This would be about 2000, 2001, so right around Fast Furious time. Yes, yes. Fast okay. and Furious. Those were our movies, Perfect. too. Yeah. Yeah. So not only that, but we um, 
we had cars that we would take to the drag strip, um, and I would race them too. So, um, and what color was your hair so, back then? Well, it was probably brown with blonde highlights, maybe. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't all. Crazy. Reagan had frosted tips. Of course he did. Yeah, Reagan had frosted <laughs> tips. Frosted tips, some Jinko jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that, I think for the first couple of years, like that's what we were into: motorcycles, um, drag racing. Um, just you know, honestly, I could still like I like to brag on myself. I could still drive the wheels off a of straight drive. So um, catch second, maybe third, depending on the car, right? Um, but then total badass right <laughs> so um yeah and we knew any and everything about cars like i could tell you horsepower pound feet of torque everything and then um we got out of that and into four wheelers and it was kind of a little bit safer um after we saw reagan or after reagan saw his brother have a couple motorcycle accidents and then i think from there it just evolved to like now we're coming into CrossFit, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So you guys have always liked the, uh, you know, the harder side of life, the scarier side of life. You're not afraid to take a, a leap of faith, that's for sure. So Definitely. CrossFit was pretty easy for you, I'm sure. Um, so today, as you got, you guys, how long have you guys actually owned CrossFit Greer? How long has it been? So we have owned CrossFit Greer since, um, January 1st, 2016. Okay, and yeah. what brought that about? Um, so we had always um, been good friends with Carlin Kristen and um, had said, I'm not going to cry, right, and had always joked and said that we were going to buy the gym. And um, we were like, if you ever want to sell it, we'll buy it. If you ever want to sell it, we'll buy it. Well, then um, every time Carl would kind of approach us, we were um, like, no, we're not financially able yet, but, like, keep asking us again. And then I think one day um, early 2015, like, Carl had called Reagan and said, hey, let's meet for lunch. And as soon as, like, Reagan got home um, from that lunch, like, we started Dave Ramsey that next day. <laughs> and um, I I laughed because, like, I no longer had control of my finances, but I had such, like, a panic and stress about it that I developed shingles from it. And um, so it was just, like, crazy onset of shingles. But um, we worked our tails off and worked our tails off, and that was, that was like, in – um, March of 15 and then around the beginning of November um, you know Carl would always check in with us and ask us how we we're doing he um, asked Reagan if he would take all of his classes so all the classes that Reagan could coach um, we coached every single class aside from our normal nine to five job and um, he met with Reagan and he said that um, he actually was driving down the road and um, he'd been praying about it for a while, and the Lord told him to give us the gym. So um, I did not know that. Yeah. So we like we prayed about it, and it was just like, whoa, what does this mean? What does this look like? And stuff. And so he was an amazing mentor. Um, we met several times after that, and then um, we let everybody know, like around Christmas time, that as of January first, that we were the new owners. So yeah. Wow, and how yeah. was that transition going to basically being, you know, not that this was a, a new business, but it was a new business for you, 
So you go from the professional world to being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Basically, how was that transition for you? Um, it was it was awesome. It was pretty easy. Um, I think because we had kind of managed a little bit of that, and I do financial stuff daily, so the financial part was good. It was really scary. Um, though, because you didn't know what to expect, you didn't know what income it was, and then um, Carl and Kristen were very organized, but as far as like how they tracked memberships paying and stuff like that, it was not always um, like on spot, Sure. and so we had to develop a new way, and then obviously technology changes, so we had to develop a new way to um, collect payments, track memberships, you know, pay the coaches, and everything like that, so mm-hmm. yeah. So I can kind of give, like, I guess, a different perspective of that because I was a member. I wasn't even a coach then. They wouldn't let me coach because I was reckless. Surprise, reckless surprise. <laughs> um, it was almost like they had always been the owners, or at least at least since I had been there because, you know, most of the time in the evenings, uh, it was – especially when we moved into the the gym on the way to Hampton, mm-hmm. the, the old Jiffy Lube. Yeah. Um, they were coaching the majority of the evening classes. Um, I avoided most of Kristen Parkinson's classes because <laughs> she just beat the hell out of me. Um, but you know, you'd go to competitions, you would, uh, and you'd see Jenna Reagan there, sure. right? And that, I think there were times where they were even, I guess, they were just kind of assumed that they were the owners. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, from a from a member standpoint. There wasn't like this major earth-shattering change. It was just like, oh, okay. So Jen and Reagan are still going to coach their evening classes. Cool. Yeah. And now they're just taking care of the books. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty much. And I think a lot of the people in the community did that same thing, like thought the same thing because we were like that was that's a big thing to me is that we get out in the community um, and meet like our other affiliate owners and meet the community and they know who we are. And it's not just like to boast on Greer, but it's just to like to boast on the upstate community in general. And so we kind of made it, a, you know, Facebook official, right? When we took over ownership, like silently about it. But um, a lot of people like messaged me and they're like, we had no idea that you didn't own it. And so mm-hmm. um, it made me feel real good um, in that sense that, you know, there wasn't that like big of a change. There wasn't you know, anything major, any, nobody was super sad, you know, that we were taking over ownership from that. Yeah, so um, it seems like a perfect segue to get into who was Jennifer Green. Um, we've already talked about Jen as the athlete, but what about Jen as a coach? You know, tell us a little bit about your theory and methodology around coaching, both um, in the gym and um, – with the, the bit of nutrition coaching you've done. Yeah. So um, I think as far as coaching, I really try to focus on and just improving your improving your movement um, and encouraging you. So I would probably be encouraging, encouraging you more than I would be correcting you. Um, and I, that's probably a, a flaw, but it's also a positive of me. Um, and so always trying to take that one extra step 
you know, if you could change one thing about today, like what would it be to make you better for tomorrow? And that's kind of how I am coaching. Um, and even when I assist Reagan, like for nutrition coaching, um, the same way is like, if you could change like one thing, let's focus on this one thing and make it better so that you can, you know, advance forward with it. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you might agree, David, but I think that's important because um, me as a coach, especially with my baseball background, I'm very much focused on structure Mm -hmm. like I'm looking at your movement and my goal is to pinpoint the one thing that I can help you fix so it's good to have both you know I tend to find myself um, I have to make myself be more of an encourager because in my mind when I'm coaching my job is to to pinpoint your structural flaw and to help you find ways to fix it and a lot of times um, that can be difficult for people to hear so having a um, an encourager in the gym is, is huge. It's important. And I know Reagan's a lot like me. Yeah. Um, and, and really, because I learned a lot of what I do as a coach from Reagan. Well, and they do teach us that at our level, too, is, you know, that we're there to work with movement and that we're making you better. But I feel like with our community and my coaching, um, that I do better being an encourager and just giving you that one step, but also allowing Justin or Reagan, you know, to come in and be that like drill sergeant on the movements. Yeah, I I can 100% attest to that. I remember when we first joined, again, going back to that day, I do now, after seeing all these dates and years, it was August of 2018, not 17. Um, But I do remember. (laughs) I know, right? I wish it was too. But I remember um, there was a workout. I'm pretty sure it had heavy front squats in it. And um, I remember during the workout, Jennifer basically came up to me. She wasn't yelling or anything. She probably doesn't even remember this. She says, it's obvious you know how to do the movement. You just need to push yourself harder. (laughs) And I was like, that's it. In the sweetest voice ever. That lit the fire. I mean, it, it it was great. She wasn't saying put your feet there, put your feet there. She was like, you need to get past this mental boundary and push yourself harder. And uh, that, that a turd. did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that definitely did it for me. So I, I think you, what you yes. just said is perfect. Yeah. That is exactly how you are as a coach. Going from there, we have recently seen in your social media that you have hired a coach for yourself. Yep. Tell us a little bit more about that and how you decided to hire a coach Um, who this coach is, and just expound a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, I feel like a coach, having a coach is very important. Um, You know, me being in here, um, I don't get um, as as much coaching. I think it's presumed because I'm a coach. Um, And so having a coach outside of that um, is is definitely important. They can kind of pick up the flaws, but also be real and tell me what I – need to hear versus what I want to hear um and so we tried for a little bit to Reagan to coach me and work with me but I found that I was taking everything too personal that don't work yeah (laughs) so I'm gonna say most (laughs) husband and wives don't don't do that um yeah so right so my coach is um Gordon Lake from CrossFit SBL and he is um, my nutrition and my training coach and um, so it kind of just happened on a whim. I wasn't really looking for that. Um, wasn't really not sure what, what I was looking for in general. Um, 
but just it happened one day. So. Old Gordon, yeah. for some reason, he keeps getting mentioned on our podcast each episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Gordon. eye candy. Eye candy. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of stuff he's, uh, you said he's been working on? your Is he your nutrition and obviously your programming? Is he mm-hmm. programming you like three days a week, four days a week? What, what does it look like for you? Yep. So um, I pro- he programs for me for five days a week. Okay. Um, yep. So and programs in my specific rest days with nothing on those days they're the hardest (laughs) those are the hardest days for me um but yeah so he has me doing like normal crossfit stuff but not everything that i love so it's a lot of stuff that i need to get better that's gonna overall make me better um at a lot of things yeah i think that's one of the the hardest things when you are starting to train by yourself is um you're very much more inclined to do stuff that you're good at or that you like to do having a coach making you do stuff that you're not good at or stuff that you aren't a fan of that that's really how you get better yep so I think that's fantastic and also I can totally attest to um you know you are a coach you're an owner of CrossFit Greer but now you're you're, you know you hired a coach outside of CrossFit Greer to help you out I mean me going through this rehab with my knee so many people are like oh this is great you can just do your own rehab and I'm like, no, I mean, if it was just me, I would I would be so far behind right. where I am right now if I wasn't going somewhere else. Um, just having that outside view and telling people, yeah, this is what you need to do. Here's an idea of some more stuff that you can do because, you know, you're so inclined to do things that you're used to. Um, that outside view definitely helps um, just make improvements yeah. that much quicker. So I think that's really cool that um, as an owner and as a coach, you really just basically had the guts to go and say hey I need some extra help let's yeah. let's get this done well and it's accountability too so you know I came in here um, every day for almost a year um, and didn't do a lot of CrossFit workouts but I did the ones that I liked right mm-hmm. so give me a hang clean a deadlift what a, you know easy stuff and I'm like uh, I, you know and I didn't I didn't really push myself but I was here and so people would see me um, and then I'd go over here and hang out in the corner and do some like dumbbell work and just kind of mosey through it so now like I'm legitimately being held accountable for you know what I did um, how much time I spent resting how fast I went how slow I went um, and so it's definitely helped me grow in this past two months for sure awesome. yes yeah, so I'll roll up to the gym and <clears throat> Jenna be like hey what are you doing today what are you doing? <laughs> and she'll tell me, and I'm like, no, I think I'm going to hit biceps. <laughs> she is really, I mean, he's doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, it's. Well, it shows. I mean, again, going back to the whole thing where I haven't really been around that much since July um, and just kind of recently getting back into the CrossFit community, I mean, I can just already see a huge difference, which is great. Uh, and it's motivating for myself, too. I feel like I'm start, starting from ground zero. <laughs> and uh, just getting back into things. Um, so you and your husband, Reagan, um, I'm so glad that I'm finally saying his name correctly. For the longest time, I called him Regan. <laughs> One of my best friends growing up, his last name was Regan, and we always called him Regan. Um, so I, I think for like the first six months I was here, Regan, Reagan was Regan. <laughs> if you hadn't figured out, he's from Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. So... Um, you and your husband Reagan, you guys have started, you know, a nutrition business on the side, and you have said that, you know, basically that's Reagan's gig, but you are definitely a help to him. 
Um, before you guys started this nutrition program, was nutrition, you know, kind of a big deal to you guys? And you guys have been doing the CrossFit for 12 years. 12 years ago, was nutrition even a thing for you? When did nutrition becoming a factor? Okay, this is going to be something that's going to help me and, you know, my clients get better. Um, I would say, like, probably in the last five years, we knew that it was important right so we started um, digging into stuff and rating things and stuff like that um but as far as um personally reagan and i both had a nutrition coach and we had the same coach um for probably the last two years and um she then became reagan's nutrition coach coach so like so he can become a coach she coached him as like a mentor um, so she did that for a while, um, and then um, I started working with Gordon in January. But nutrition, I think, is is a hundred percent like needed. Um, you know, for when you're training or not training, um, how you feel, how you recover, um, it's super important. And so it's a, always a good conversation for us to have with people. You know, like why do you feel like crap well what did you eat before you came in what did you eat yesterday um and so also when it comes to like losing weight or gaining weight it's always very good to be knowledgeable in those those areas so you can give some kind of feedback um to somebody absolutely uh do you find that people frequently are asking you and reagan nutrition questions even before they know that you guys have the side business um i think so they're um, they're kind of like, oh, I can't, you know, the biggest thing is I can't lose weight, I can't lose weight, or I do all this, and um, then they, you're like, well, what are you eating, you know, and it's no protein at all, and you're like, how are you <laughs> even, how are you even doing that with no protein, right? So, mm-hmm. just live, 100%. living on lettuce and bread, <laughs> what in the world, <laughs> you know? No wonder you have a constant headache, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? How are you even walking in here? So. Yeah, I mean, I keep saying I can attest to all this, and I can because um, I think it was back in August. We, me and my wife, well, she had just had our second son in May, and in August she was really feeling that second baby. Um, you know that the weight was a little bit harder to come off. Um, she was feeling a little bit more sluggish two babies in two years kind of hit her hard that's what I'm trying to say and so I was like well I know that Reagan and Jen just started forward fueled and um you know maybe we should just I'll do it with you we'll we'll give it a try and see if we can you know get our nutrition on point and start fresh together and I know that it has been a complete game changer for Laura I mean she I don't think I've ever seen her so committed other than to me, of course, <laughs> um, than to this program. And the results are just pretty staggering how, how much, uh, you know, first of all, the weight she's lost. Second of all, how strong she's become. And um, third, um, how mentally strong yeah. she's become because of it. I mean, she's just become a completely different person in the last, you know, seven months. And... Uh, I can attest that to you and um, Reagan, not only, you know, doing the nutrition part, but also truly doing a coaching part. Yeah. I think that's another thing. I mean, anybody can read about this stuff online, and that's what I tell people in, in physical therapy, you know. It's like you can read about this stuff online, but until you have somebody there um, coaching you on or, you know, telling you the ins and outs on how to apply it, 
um, you're never going to make progress. Right. And I think that's that's a big thing. Um, like for me too, is someone to actually look at, you know, how I felt or why I felt the way I did. You know, it's not always about the number on the scale and like someone to actually remind me of that, that it's not always about the number on the scale and just um, having the comp like having the confidence to speak life into somebody and just be like, hey, listen, it's okay. Like you go have fun, you do this, you measure your wine on the scale because you're cute, Laura. <laughs> right, right, right. Yep, she does that. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you do that, but you know, and just be happy and don't stress about it. While David. she's doing that, the other bottle's already gone <laughs> with me. <laughs> David Carter would say memories over macros. We'll say right? bottoms up. <laughs> no, so I think, I think you like you nailed something. One, David, you did that. That I'm. I feel very strongly about. Um, you know, experience over YouTube any day of the week. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, we have a lot of people who are self-educated and don't get me wrong there's a ton of information out there i think it's i think it's really important that we educate ourselves but i also think before we go and we give advice or we give coaching we need to experiment and use that ourselves Mm -hmm. because i don't think we really learn until we experience Mm -hmm. so nailed that david uh you know the other thing jen that, that really popped into my head is i think everyone has at some point in their life had a bad relationship with food oh yeah so and you nailed it like you know the scale will lie yep and memories over macros right Mm -hmm. try to you know enjoy your life yeah 100 you know so i love that and again i just i think it's important to have people who are passionate about learning the right way and really implementing that in their coaching the way they should so kudos to you guys for sure Thank you. Thank yeah, absolutely. So, so I love the fact that you said um, before you guys, you know, got into the gym business, you and Reagan prayed fervently about your decision, um, you know, asking the father for direction. I'd like to dive into a little bit more about that. Who is Jennifer Green, the believer? What do you believe? Um, and how has that kind of um, put you on the path of your life where you are right now? Yeah, so... Um, I have um, kind of always like grew up going to church and stuff like that, but I think it was in the last um, probably 10 to 12 years actually um, of just like really finding out and digging in like who the father is um, and just trying to discover like his love for me and then also his love for me to like give out to people. Um, and so I feel like that's a big thing that um, – when you come into CrossFit Gear, like the first thing that I want you to to feel is like the love that we want to give you, mm-hmm. um, and that you feel loved in here. And it's cool if you learn how to lift and you figure out how to snatch and all that stuff too. But like at the end of the day, I really want you to walk out like feeling loved. And so sometimes we have people who um, come in and they just had like the worst crappiest day, and they just they just want to come here and hang out, and that's totally cool. Um, but I feel like just, you know, deepening my relationship and constantly praying, like we pray for our members, I mean, for everyone that walks in the door. Um, and lots of times we'll come up here and just like sit in the dark and just pray over this building and just, you know, all the decisions and stuff that's come here. Um, and that's, that's the biggest thing. I wouldn't make a decision um, for this place without like, 
going to the Father and hearing from the Father first. Yeah, and I think you guys have, you know, built an amazing platform, you know, to, to, I don't want to say showcase, but, you know, to really... To share the Father's love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> showcase is great. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it, I guess yeah. that is what it is. Yeah. That's what it we is. are. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to boast in Greer's name, but, like, in his name. You know, everything right. for, for his glory. Because um, at the end of the day, like, I wouldn't have this place if it wouldn't have been for him. Absolutely. Know? So... I think that's wonderful, and I think, you know, when we first walked in, I think that we knew it was apparent that you were believers, that there was a lot of other believers in this community, but you didn't, it's not like you walk in here and you push, you know, Jesus on everybody, mm-hmm. but it's 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 through who you are that we can see, you know, the light shining, yeah. so. Well, you stand out crosses. Everybody's getting a New Testament when they walk. Lay your, yeah. lay your hand on this Bible. It's the small version. Just the, so, uh, so I, it's it's kind of cool. I mean, it, the, if if you're listening from outside of the area, Greer is this neat little community. It's you never heard of it, but you've heard of Greenville. So we're just kind of right on the edge. Our logo actually says Greenville because it just kind of makes sense, but. You know, David and I both live in Greer. I live in Blue Ridge or the Ridge. I guess technically live you live in, in the Ridge, Ridge moving, too, so which is where you'll find ninety percent of the rednecks in the <laughs> in the upstate. That's where that's we're where not sleep. included in that ninety. Funny story <laughs> about Greenville. When we first moved here, uh, my wife and I, our big thing is boating. We love boating. We're out on the lake frequently, and our very first Sunday here, um, we heard about Lake Kiwi, so we were taking our boat out to Lake Kiwi. And so I, I stopped by the local Walmart here in Greer to pick up a case of beer. And I, I, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, get, I go down the beer aisle, get my beer, go to the cash register. And the lady, she looks at me, she's like, you, gonna, you can't buy that today. And I'm like, what do you mean I can't buy that today? She's like, <laughs> she's like where are you from, son? <laughs> and I'm like, Michigan. <laughs> and Can you not tell? She's like, well, I'll tell you something. You're in the Bible Belt now, son. And I was like, so does that mean I can't buy the beer? <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I couldn't buy it. And then actually I just thought it was Walmart. So I went to the next place to try to ne- buy a beer and quickly figured out you can't buy a beer on Sunday. So what I'm trying to say is this is very much a Bible Belt area um, in, our, in this little community. It's so, changed. Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. I bought alcohol like last Sunday, actually, <laughs> so, for chili. Um, I use it in my uh, my mix. <laughs> right. I do. I seriously do. It's one of my secrets. I got a couple of those secrets. Not too, a secret anymore. Yeah. <laughs> before you before you knew it, David's face was pasted all over gas stations and WalMarts across the upstate, <laughs> right. trying Walmarts. to buy it. <laughs> buy alcohol on Sundays. No. Right. So it's talking about just how small the Greer community is. I think um, one of the neat parts is I, I know a couple of people who work with Jen. Um, one in particular works for Jen. So. Um, I get to hear about her leadership outside of the gym. So, you know, I really want to hit on, you know, Jen as the believer and how, you know, how that impacts you as a leader at work and, and how you really implement your spiritual beliefs to lead the people around you, uh, maybe outside of your element, mm-hmm. which I would say is probably the gym. I could be wrong. Yeah. So loaded question. Yeah, definitely a loaded question. It's kind of a, a lot in one question, but um, I think um, so. I never, you know, kind of like David said, I never want to push like anything on anybody. I just 
want to you know be there and support them um, I am um, a manager um, in my nine to five and um, lead a team of um, 15 to 20 sometimes more um, people but I think um, the biggest thing is that I can adapt to be able to support my team um, so that's what I'm there for um, to support my team to lead my team but I'm also not afraid to um, jump in and be a part of my team as far as like get my hands dirty and work with them, you know, and show them that I know what they're doing. Um, I know what they're going through and, you know, I can be right there with them instead of just being, you know, a tyrant and telling them what to do and not even knowing what they're doing. Um, but I feel like I'm very adaptable. Um, sometimes my positive, but also my flaw is that I'm a people pleaser. And so, um, you know, that's something I've really kind of like trying to find lately, but definitely being a people pleaser makes it easier for me to lead a, a team of diverse people. Yeah, I definitely feel like in the environment that we live in today, um, you, you almost have to be a people pleaser. Yeah. I and mean, you think about it where you can't hurt anyone's feelings mm-hmm. today. Everyone's so hypersensitive and because of social media, I mean, we're seeing it even more now with the the COVID-19 situation, but everyone's so hyper aware of what's going on. And, and yeah. I, I think now with, you know, Google driving business so much, you know, you hurt one person's feelings or one person has a quote unquote bad experience and leaves one bad Google review. I mean, that's not good for business. So right. it's hard. It, that, that's another nightmare that you're, I'm always as a business owner, constantly thinking about as well. It's like, you know, on one hand, you know, you might be in the right, but on the other hand, you don't want a bad review. Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> it's all out there. It is. It is. So as a gym owner, what do you feel like is, I'm sure you have a ton of proud moments, but what do you feel like is one of your proudest moments um, purely from being a gym owner? Uh, it could be, you know, you saw somebody walk in and they, you know, lost a ton of weight doing CrossFit. It could be um, you know, you coached a team and they went out and killed it in a competition or, or what, what is one of your proudest moments? So I have to say it was not our baseball team, our softball team, right? We Justin? Were legit. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of our team? Uh, Alpha Foxes. Alpha Foxes. Team AF. <laughs> right. Dang right. <laughs> so the back um, half of the season was a huge success. Right. <laughs> That's our roster had like 24 people on it. Yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> when I actually first Facebooked CrossFit Greer and I saw that you guys had a softball team. And I was like, I was, we were in a softball league at that time, me and Laura. I was like, I legit hope we don't play these guys because I'm sure they're really good. He was really upset that we didn't yeah. have cutoff sleeves, too. Listen, you know, if, they can, if we can make contact with the ball, we could probably get it far. But, you know. So, um, no, I think this um, local comp does a spirit of the open. And um, it is voted on by all the other local affiliates and stuff like that. And we won it. Um, last year, their first year, um, we won it, and it was like, I, I just, there's so many other good affiliates in the upstate that it was just amazing to know that we were, that we were chosen for that, and um, so it was just like, oh, holy crap, we really, not just our gym sees it, but other gyms do. Yeah, so, absolutely, and yeah. I think as members, when we saw that banner on the wall, I think we were pretty proud, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and again, it's it's a testament to what CrossFit Greer is all about and what you and Reagan and um, Carl and Kristen 
um, have done over the years. Uh, I mean, we, you said it earlier, when people walk in, we don't want it to just be a CrossFit experience. We've even said, you know, you can feel the Father in this place. Mm-hmm. When you enter into this place, you can almost, it's like he's here. And I think that's something that people take away and they take with them, whether they're just visiting, dropping in. Because I noticed that too, we, we get, it's weird. We get like the most random drop-ins because again, we're in Greer. Mm-hmm. And there's like 18 gyms in the upstate mm-hmm. that are surrounding us. But people, when they come and they drop in and they leave and they go away, they always come back. Mm-hmm. Always. It never fails. So I, I wasn't shocked that we won that. Award. <laughs> we're, I, no offense. Right. We're the best gym in the upstate. Yeah. All right. Our, our final question here, um, before we get to our favorite section, rapid fire questions. Um, what keeps you motivated um, as a gym owner? And what kind of plans do you see um, to kind of further this whole gym and how, how do you want to see this progress, you know, five, ten years down the road? Yeah, so what keeps um, me motiv- motivated, like, within the gym, um, I think it's just the people that keep showing up every day and the life change that happens. So um, it's for every single person. Every single person's situation is different. But every single story is motivation to kind of keep going. Um, I'd love to get it where, um, you know, right now Reagan's running the gym full time. But I'd love to maybe one day, you know, five, ten years or whatever, maybe me jump in and join him and run it full time together. Um, so, fantastic. Yeah, I think I think it definitely will happen. I feel like this place continues to grow more and more and more, and as Greer continues to grow, I think, and you know, CrossFit continues to grow. I think CrossFit Greer has a very bright future, and an extremely bright future with all these little boys and girls being born. You right. know, and just yes. running around this gym. I can't wait to see them all start working out. The CrossFit kids. It's going to be incredible. All right, let's get to rapid-fire questions. I got odds. You got evens, Justin. You cool. ready? Let's do it. All right, Jen, what is your favorite CrossFit workout? Um, favorite CrossFit workout? It, it can be a combination of movements or, like, a, a, a staple of a workout. It doesn't have to. Uh, um, anything with deadlifts and kettlebells. Perfect. Uh, I know what your favorite CrossFit movement is. I'm pretty sure you just said it, but what is your favorite CrossFit movement? Actually, GHD. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't think of it. So if you deadlift and kettlebells, yeah. <laughs> she so she can deadlift. What is your deadlift? Um, three oh five, three ten. She can hey. deadlift a house, a small house. Hey. A small house. I wouldn't <laughs> want to live a in three, that small a three house. Per, a three-person <laughs> house. Um, so if you want to learn how to do a GHD the right way, come see Jennifer Green because. I've never seen someone as explosive and efficient on a GHD. Just throwing that out there. So I hopped on the GHD for the first time today since surgery, and I am going to probably regret it tomorrow morning because <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to be extremely sore. Different kind of six-pack. Um, <laughs> all right. You said that with Gordon, he also you know programs in, what, two rest days mm-hmm. a week. What is your ideal rest day? What would you do? Um, so I have a hard time with, with rest days, um, currently, but I would say my ideal rest day would probably be, um, maybe like a hike or the pool, the hot tub, you know, just kind of really chill and turning everything off. Cool. So. This is your question. Yeah. I know you like this question. Go ahead and ask it. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> All right. What song do you play when you're ready to rip out a five minute AMRAP? Um, I love Panda. 
right? Or panda. that Ric Flair drip. Panda, so. panda, panda. Right. <laughs> I have so many things I could say right now. but <laughs> Say them all. Go right. for it, Justin. What's the next question? All right, so this is my question. It's my favorite question because I love to eat. Um, what is your favorite cheat meal? <sighs> Mexican food. Okay, so we, we ran into this... Uh, with Amy and AJ in we our did. first podcast, they uh, they got a secret little Mexican joint. What is your secret little Mexican joint? Guacamole. 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 Yeah. That's a staple yeah. here in Greer. It is a staple. Justin, it's a CrossFit is, Greer staple. It yes. is. We've been going there for years. Yes. Yeah. Justin, I'm going to let you there. ask this one, too. This is your favorite. No, mine's the next one. <laughs> you can right, go right, for it. I got I've, this one. I got this one. Go for Jennifer, it. Jennifer, if you could be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? Oh my goodness. Um, a dog. Maggie oh. or Lily? Mm, me, both. Mix <laughs> <laughs> both. Hybrid. Those are her yeah. dogs, by the right. way. Yes. You follow her on Instagram. What's your handle again? Um, it's green underscore gin. Not only will you see a lot of CrossFit, you will see a lot of her dogs. And yes. They're very cute. Yes, they are. All right, so if you could be any piece of gym equipment, what would you be and why? Um, I would be a kettlebell. Um, because it's very versatile. There you go. Right. It's like we're on a dating game. I like it. Right? I'd be a kettlebell. I'd be a kettlebell. <laughs> that's the most It's very well answer. shaped. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Endowed. <laughs> All right. Last question, Jen. It's Sunday in Madison, Wisconsin, and you find yourself in the top three of the CrossFit Games. What? You're competing. <laughs> Which two athletes would you choose to go head-to-head with for the top podium spot? Um... Neil Maddox and Chris Spieler. Oh, Jen has a long, long, long-lived obsession with Neil Maddox. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I know that He's we've sexy. progressed very far in a society, but the chances of you being on a podium with the male right now are pretty slim. What two females <laughs> would you like to compete against well, right now? Well, first of all, the chances of me being on the podium right now in yeah. general <laughs> its my question. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, right. in her fantasy world, Neil Maddox. It's my who, question. Who was the second person? It's her dream. Chris Feeler. Chris, Chris, Chris Feeler. Well, right? I love Chris Feeler, so yeah. that works. Neil yeah. Maddox, he's good too. All right. So yeah. two OGs. Let's, let's, okay, we'll, we'll take a different, different direction there. Sure. If you could pick two games athletes to watch the games with in Madison, who would it be? To watch? Yeah, to just be sitting there chilling, just watching the games with. I've got an even better question. If you could pick two games athletes other than Chris Spieler and Neil Maddox to come work out with you in your gym at CrossFit Greer, who would they be? Ben Smith and Tia Toomey. Perfect. I like Tia. I like, I like Tia. Ben too. Ben's yeah. cool. They're both very cool. They're chill. Yeah. Awesome. So that brings us to the close of our uh, our podcast with Jen Green. So um, before we go, you know, where can we find you on social media? Um, I am at green underscore Jen, and it's green without an E because I can't afford it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to say before we close, Jen? Um, I'm just super thankful that you guys had me on here. Um, it's been fun. Well, are awesome. we're really glad that we had you on here too I mean you and Reagan had, like we said I think in our first episode I think you were our first two followers on app or on Instagram and uh, probably one of the two first uh, listeners on our first episode yeah. uh, but you guys have been huge supporters of us from day one um, CrossFit Gear in general has been huge supporters of us from day one 
Um, and you guys will always be a part of this podcast. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, it's been great getting to know you a little bit more on a personal level. I'm sure the view- listeners will love listening to this episode and, uh, Justin, anything else you want to say? Yeah. So, uh, we are not quite yet on, uh, Apple podcast yet, but you can catch us on Spotify. Um, subscribe if you'd like. Uh, we always love some, some, um, suggestions and then, uh, follow us on Instagram at, at Apogee podcast. And, uh, we appreciate all of you guys. Uh, we appreciate you, Jen. We appreciate you having us over here at CrossFit Greer. And again, 10% off drop in, just mention Apogee podcast at CrossFit Greer. All right. You heard it here.